Last time on Cloudfall. After going broke on wondrous magical items from the markets of Baxi, the party made a beeline for the impound hangar to get Poppy's wagon back. Doran smooth-talked the clerk while Aaron and Journey switched the price tags on Poppy's cart, which, to the GM's surprise, worked incredibly well. <laughs> they got the wagon back at a bargain, and it came with a bonus gift of Mikey and April. But Guy was left wanting more, because inside that same hangar, Guy rediscovered one of his dearest and oldest friends, his mount from his former life who he affectionately calls Steed. Unfortunately, Steed is currently owned by one Mr. B, the best racer in Baxi. If Guy wants to get back in the saddle, he's gonna have to get up to speed in just one day. You are all at the Venus Promenade. This is the Hologram Central of all of Baxi. This is where people come to share and trade videos, to upload them to the mainstream so that they can be shared to other people. You see how this works now. The mainstream is just a giant crystal that kind of floats above a platform near the heart of Baxi here. If people press their own Venus crystals to this thing, they can download other people's videos, they can upload their own, and that's how things propagate. That's how things go viral here on Backseam. You know that it is Oscar's current mission to try to get his video uploaded to the mainstream so that everybody can see his claim of love for Mabel Maybe, Lady Luck. Just a moment ago, you heard Oscar trying to shove his way through the crowd. Um, it is uh, nearing dusk. Uh, it's still sundown, still plenty bright out, but this whole area is kind of in the shade of um, a, a rock wall. So it's quite cool and pleasant out here. But there's a throng of people. It's almost impossible to get to that crystal in the center. You're kind of rubbing shoulders with tabaxi on all sides. And then you hear Oscar's voice breaking through. Come on, I need this. Come on, somebody please just let me through. This is ridiculous. Come on. That voice, is that not... Yeah, I think it's him. It gets louder and louder, and he is practically upon your group, kind of shoving past a, a large uh, black tabaxi here. And he kind of bursts into your little circle and he goes, oh, hey, how's it going? Uh, great. Uh, you, uh, you going up there? Uh, trying to, but I got a long way to go. Um, oh, pardon me for pointing this out, but can't you fly? Uh, yeah, that's a little uncouth, don't you think? I mean, it's for love, right? Yeah, I just, um... All is couth and love and war, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that all right, but, uh... <laughs> It's just, it's really bright out here, you know? Are you uncomfortable flying in front of other people? He starts kind of staring at the floor and he like scratches at the back of his neck and oh. says, yeah. And Aaron, when he says it's bright out here, 
that kind of strikes you because in Thieves' Cant, saying it's bright out here means that there's a lot of eyes on you. Mm. A lot of people you don't want watching you. I need you to make an insight check. The insight. Mm. Maybe it's blight out here. Nineteen. I need a sec to look something up. Hold on. Um, insight is when you kind of understand what someone is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Your name is done playing now. He quit like, D&D. Um, <laughs> hanging up my headphones. <laughs> uh, with a 19, you recall in an instance a moment from earlier in Baxi. Uh, an older woman with a cowl on had approached you and referred to you as a little bird. And it strikes you in this moment that that was Oscar in disguise. He was following your group to get into the dungeons. It all kind of clicks in an instant. Oscar's a thief by trade. He's a, a rogue and a scoundrel. And if you didn't know any better, he probably has a blight mark on him somewhere. His skin is just too dark for you to ever see it. Yeah, I just, I don't want to, you know, call too much attention. It seems like cheating to just fly up there and, you know. Uh, do you want our help clearing a yeah, way through the crowd? y'all could, just kind of, you know, like a plow ahead for me. For not wanting to draw too much attention to yourself, don't you think putting this on that thing will do the opposite? Isn't that the whole point? Oh, yeah, no, everybody's going to know about it, but they're not going to find me, not after this. Last time Ooh. we tried to help you on this mission, we almost burned alive. Yeah, that's true. Yes, and I planned ahead for that. There will be no flames this time. Who are you worried about finding you? Oh, he uh, looks off to his right. Uh, everybody give me a perception check. Mine was a five this time. Not good. 24. Ooh. 17. 15. 24. Ooh. Hey. Holy crap. There's the insurance. Twinsies. Um, Yeah. <laughs> Oscar looks off to his right and... Oops, sorry, 18. Whoa, whoa! Persuasion and per- they are perception. Performance. Yeah. You know what, John? They're spelled close enough. Just apply the same bonus. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> for, for you, yeah. Just for John. Yeah. <laughs> we can't Persu- start this again. All of the All of the P's have the same bonus to them. John has a plus 10 to P skills. Oh my god. As long as nobody's watching. The penis. Wow, there it is again. The penis. The penis. <laughs> um, I will say anyone who rolled a 15 or above is able to track what Oscar is looking at here. Oscar looks up to his right briefly, and those of you who rolled well enough clock a few members of the brass. The brass? Oh. The brass, the police. Okay. Yeah. The cappers. The, the fuzz. Not the coppers, the brass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wrong metal altogether. <laughs> Terrible. Um, wow. Oscar then drops his expression and looks off to the left. Those of you who saw the cops, gee, Thomas, those of you who <laughs> saw the brass also see the blight and familiar blight. You see Ginch and Ribbo from Farewell oh. among the crowd. Uh, Ginch was a, a warlock gnome, an angry, feisty, unpleasant person. Ribbo was the dragonborn. Ribbo was a dragonborn. Didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> Sat on, Sat on a couch. Why didn't they stay home? Yeah. Those, oh, they ate all my cookies and they were rude about it. Are we going to be in trouble here? I, hmm? Are we going to be in trouble? We got some blat over here. Where? Just over here this way, just past my oh, shoulder. Oh, shit. And Aaron ducks down. <laughs> the brass is over this way. This is a pincer attack. 
Uh, yeah, you're right. We need a GTFO. Uh, uh, we don't look like ourselves, though. Yeah, could we G-O-F-T toe uh, that way? What? You can do whatever you want. Um, you guys, I oh, need come to... come on. We're so close. I just need your help. Come on. Just, Aaron, just quick change. Oh, my God. Uh, Aaron gets down on all fours um, in the crowd and, like, kind of tries to, like, be like, guys, crowd around me. Quick. Squeeze. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> nothing to see here. Oh, my God. And Aaron, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> um, I guess Aaron will shift into um, a... Dwarf. Okay. Did I say it right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. So good. It's been years in the making. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just do hidden step. I think. And just turn invisible. Yeah, I'm okay. just gonna be invisible. Yeah. Maybe if we get Oscar to the crystal, he can act as a distraction while we escape. Oh yeah, good idea. Um, I'm invisible now, but you hear behind you. Well, I don't think we're gonna be in any trouble. They're not gonna recognize any of you. Yeah, it shouldn't be any trouble at all. Ah. <laughs> and you just see a gray-haired little dwarf man. He's very petite for a dwarf. Dwarf? Dwarf? Dwarf. Yeah. Dwarf. Um, this is Hagon. He's a dwarfin warrior. <laughs> so good. With long gray hair and elaborate braids and his beard. And he has a lot of hair growing out his ears, too. Also. Nice. Nice. <laughs> oh, excuse me, sir. Do we know you? I'm Hagon. It's me, Aaron. Oh, obviously. Oh. Wink. Oscar, you've come this far. I think you can uh, manage. We, I think we've made enough of the distraction already. I, we're so close. I just can you guys just kind of push and make a make a break for me? Excuse me, out of my way. I'm uh, in oh, labor. Thank you. You're the best. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she's having a baby here. <laughs> oh, oh, ow. Um, Doran's gonna take a step back. <laughs> Alrighty, time to get going. This lady's giving birth. <laughs> and uh, Hagon like puts his little elbows up and he's like walking like wee, 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 and tries to push people out of the way at their shins and their knees and okay. like kind of hitting them in the legs. Yeah. I've like shoved pinch down into my skirt a little bit so I have a bump. Okay, yeah. Oh, perfect. Wow, okay. Between Hagon and Poppy, like the, the like short squad is like hitting people in the back of the knees so that they're just like kind of crumpling and moving Kicking out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> Guy is going to take care of the people uh, above the waist. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I'll bring up the rear and catch anyone who's in danger of actually hurting themselves. Sure. Guys tapping shoulders and people turn around and take one look at them and go, oh, and they just move out of the way. Um, with all of you combined, you actually start to make a lot of progress towards that crystal and have almost touched it when you hear a whistle and you see the brass start moving towards you. Oh, oh, I think it's twins. Oh, no. <laughs> Can't arrest a pregnant woman. That's the law. Um... You guys are maybe you're maybe ten. <laughs> Jesus, you're maybe ten feet away from the crystal, trying to push up, and the people that have made it up to the crystal made it there because they were strong enough to get there and shove people out of their way. So it's gotten really tough to get through now. These are bigger folks that really want their videos up. What are you gonna do to break through? Hagon's gonna try to um, just punch people in the back of the like right where their knee is. Okay. Oh. Hagon just starts being like, hey, get out of the way! And punch, punch, punch. Sure. <laughs> I'm <clears throat> I'm gonna cast Prestidigitation okay. to make it <laughs> like a splash <laughs> sure. on people's ankles. Wow. <laughs> oh, my water just broke. <laughs> <laughs> 
Cool. Let's have you roll an arcana check for that. And let's have... Uh, Press the digitation. Am not... What is it? Amniotic fluid. <laughs> Amniotic fluid. Yeah. That's got to be in the rule like book. A, yeah. Right? No, I'm sure it is. Yeah. <laughs> and at the same time, uh, Hagon, I want you to make an athletics check for your uh, punch fest here. Punch in the knee. Should we just ask that Wizards of the Coast guy on Twitter? Like, <laughs> hey, can press it? Can I get a stat block for amniotic fluid? <laughs> <laughs> you know. Did you roll? Yeah, it's 11. Okay. <laughs> nine. Wow. Uh, try so as they sorry. might. Um, Hang on, these people are larger, and when they turn around, they're just like, hey, what gives? What are you doing? Hey, can't you see this lady? She's giving birth. <laughs> One of them looks up, and they go, oh, what the hell? And they look at their boots, and they're all wet a little bit. And they're, they're just like, ugh. And a couple people turn and walk away, but doesn't clear the full path up to the crystal. But it helped. <laughs> and the brass are closing in on you. Uh, Doran, you're the last line of defense before the brass breaks into your group. You've got a moment to do something about it. What do you got? I take out Owly and I quickly lick him three times. Okay. (laughs) And he's free. (laughs) (laughs) Free candy, everyone. And I throw Owly up into the air. And I start clapping. Uh, Owly does a huge, like, circular pass around this place, kind of flying around the crystal, and sure enough, the guards stop, and they look up to watch, you know, kind of expecting an explosion or something terrible, but they see this thing just kind of, like, shaking out its wings and dropping rock candy everywhere. You see people, like, shield themselves (laughs) and kind of protect, and there's like, ow, and you hear this, like, murmur amongst the crowd of, like, ow, ow, like, as rock candy's hailing down on them. Hey, don't you like rock candy? What's the deal? You hear a voice in the crowd goes, nobody likes rock candy. Um, but there are some excited kids, and this caused uh, a lot of chaos. Um, why don't you give me, hmm, give me uh, an intelligence check, I guess. Because we got to root it in something, right? Can I make an argument that it's a performance I'm trying oh, to? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yep, yep. I'll take that. All right. Uh, 22. Woo. Great. Okay. Yeah, the uh, cops are momentarily mystified, as are the blight. You can see everybody's kind of stunned for a second uh, as they stare up at Owly. Um, but Owly's also kind of returning to you in a moment. This was a temporary deal. Yeah. Oscar's going to make an attempt to push up. Okay. Oscar's bad. Oh, my <laughs> you God. You see Oscar press against two of the largest tabaxi you've ever seen in your life, and he goes, come on, guys. He's useless. <laughs> well, got to go. <laughs> and uh, you see Aaron as uh, Hagon the dwarf just kind of. I'm going to try and do just a shove of the people uh, closest to the crystal that maybe could be pushed through. Okay. Um, yeah, can I just... Give me athletics, yeah. Yeah. Invisible. Shut around with my hair. <laughs> um, can it just be strength or does it have to be athletics? Yeah, you can choose to essentially make an attack. It is, it's like a shove attack. Yeah, I'm not trying sure. to injure, but I just yep. want to, I want to use my strength. Yeah, okay. 13. Yeah. I, I had this guy make a strength save to resist being pushed, and they're quite a bit larger than you are. Uh, I'm large. Yeah, well, yeah. Mm. you push on a person, a tabaxi, and you realize a kind of striking trait about this person. They're a huge tabaxi in the first place. Big, thick arms, long golden mane, but in this golden mane is a large swath of hair that's been cut out. It seems something must have got in their hair and they had to cut it out kind of surgically to remove it. But you see this giant lion-like tabaxi turn around and he looks down at you and he goes, we got a problem here. Did my hidden step go away because nope. I pushed? Um, Technically it's attack, so it would have gone away. Yeah, actually. Okay. 
Yep. <clears throat> so he turns around and I don't know if you expected to be seen or not, but he kind of glares down and he says, what's going on here? I'm trying to get my pal here over to the crystal just real quick. If you step right out of my way, then I'll get out of your way, sir. We all got a lot of videos to upload. He's just got the one. <sighs> he uh, starts to kind of turn around again to disregard everything you had said. Um, still standing like a brick wall in your path. Can Guy step in here? Yep. Guy's gonna step right next to Journey and look that guy in the eyes mm-hmm. and cast Cause Fear. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a uh, wisdom saving throw. Okay. Journey's too nice to be scary. <sighs> okay. I got a 12. I think that's a loss. Sorry, I haven't played D&D with the <laughs> 15? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, you yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I think you should step aside, friend. You see his eyes just kind of like wiggle from side to side as he beholds you. He's almost too afraid to look you directly in the eyes, and then he looks straight at the floor. You see a couple other tobacco near him, and they go, Captain, Captain, what's wrong? And someone, uh, someone else goes, Captain Field, what, what's going on? And like, oh, they all okay. kind of like, they're like, oh my god! And all of a sudden, this this huge lion-like tabaxi is just like, ah, 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 and he just bolts. <clears throat> Journey. He almost like topples you as he peels out of this crowd. This is heckles up tails. Like, yeah, big I mean all of his. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he actually kind of like bounds over a couple of people, and he's just kind of bouncing up and down. You see him cause this chain reaction of chaos throughout the crowd, and Oscar finally gets a chance to take a step up towards the crystal and he presses his against it, and then you see him get yanked backwards by a member of the brass. You see him being dragged by the wrist, and he is just swiping, swiping, trying to get his crystal to connect with the main one, but he misses. I want to grab the crystal out of his hand. Okay. He Okay, you all kind of see what's going on here, but he's desperately trying to get this, and he takes one final swipe, and he ends up throwing his crystal, and it bounces off the main one and lands on the ground. As he's being dragged away by the brass, he goes, oh, oh man, oh, I guess this is it. What a crazy journey it's been. Oh, I guess I should probably hit the door and, and, and go with all you guys uh, before things really start popping off. Um, um, Aaron. Aaron. <laughs> is this a code? Um, yeah, I'm going to go for the crystal on the ground. Yeah, yeah, you got it. No problem. I mean, people were more interested in him shouting than they were with anything else. You pick it up off the ground. Yeah, I, I kind of like, I want to scooch into the crowd a little bit so that I'm not in full view of the brass yeah. and just be kind of crouched and then put the crystal up to the main crystal. Yeah, almost like an ambulance driving through traffic. A bunch of people try to get in really quick behind this and like take their spot. You manage to kind of <clears throat> weave yourself in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you press the crystal to the larger one. Um, you can see, you don't know if you're doing it right, but you can see a transfer of light from one to the other, and you look up into this main crystal, and on one of its many facets, you can see the video, the um, hologram that Oscar had taken earlier in the court chamber, of him pointing it towards himself, pointing at the crystal, and saying, you know, Mabel, I'm going to be with the heart of Baxi if that's where you are. I'm with you always. Uh... Did he get us on that video at all? Make a perception check. Nat 20. Yes. Wow. Bitch. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Poppy, you're like really down low, kind of against the crystal. You don't even know if people know you're there. You're almost underneath it. I'm you're being so crushed. small. Yeah. Yeah. 
You're, yeah, you're being like <laughs> with, with your last breath. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you're being pressed right up against one facet, so you get kind of a four K eyeball of this. touching the yeah. facet. <laughs> yeah, the video practically gets uploaded to you at this point. But yeah, you see it, and for a moment, when he spins it around, he catches Journey. But that's it. Oh yeah, because I was all up Journey. in the crystals oh. business. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yikes. <clears throat> okay. That's fine. Well, I try and climb my way back out of that crowd, and I have halfling nimbleness, so I can move through people's spaces. No problem. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just like, boop, boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> city girls. Yeah. Journey, we have a problem. Uh, can I can I take the crystal off now? I think it's uploaded, but you were in the video. Video? You were in the crystal. Um, uh, do, is that bad? Am I gonna get in trouble? Maybe, probably. We were not supposed to be there, and, and now your face is all over it. All right. Um, I'm gonna use my last hidden step and go invisible again. Okay. And then I'm not gonna attack anybody. Yeah, you got a whole day of subterfuge ahead of you. It's bold. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> Making bad choices, y'all. All right. Uh, I'll follow you out, and then I go invisible. Oh, oh! I'm still in labor. <laughs> People are kind of mystified to see you again after having disappeared for a couple minutes there. They're just like, where had she been? Like, the uh, pinch lump is like off to the side yeah. now. And I'm yeah. just like, oh, this is probably not good. It's, it's enough of a confusing scenario that people are starting to give you a wide berth now. Make, well, wide berth. <laughs> making it extremely easy for you to get out of this crowd and, and back out into backseat. I literally like duck walk, crouching, <laughs> crawling, following yeah. her. And... Uh, Journey, you, you get a taste for some of the danger of using invisibility in a crowded space. People are stepping on you, on. they're kicking you and kneeing you, and they're so frustrated when they bump into something. Yeah. I get ouchy hands. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> the rest of you are able to regroup outside of this crowd a little bit, still near the mainstream, still in the central plaza. You don't see the brass nor the blight. It's just you guys. Did everyone see the uh, blight earlier? Nope, just you and... And me. I did too. I think I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah I had rolled a, sev- uh, a 15 or above. Yeah, okay. I think we need to track down those Blight members. I recognize them. Track them down? We need to figure out where the others are, the other leaders. I think we should stay as far away from them as possible. Yeah, uh, I think it's not such a good idea to try to uh, get in their business. I don't know why they're here. Just bad news, you guys. Trust me. I think the dwarf is very wise. I think we need to regroup because we keep running into trouble no matter where we go here. Let's um, let's go back to the rolling pin and, and the scratching post. The scratching post. Was that the hotel we stayed yeah. at? Yeah, okay. the scratching post by Sunbeam Hotels, I think, was the name <laughs> okay. we came up with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A subsidiary. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Um, in that moment, while you're all standing outside this crowd, uh, kind of inconspicuous back to your own devices, you see someone coming around with a big wooden box kind of strapped to their shoulders that's hanging off their front like a big platform, and you just hear him go, Venus crystals, Venus crystals, get your Venus crystals newest model. Oh, we need one of those. Um, how much are they? I don't know, but I might be able to foot the bill. Do we have any money left? A little bit. Not a lot. <clears throat> Journey, do you want to do the negotiating here? No, um, maybe Journey should stay out of... Someone in the visible spectrum. <laughs> I, Poppy said she saw me on that video that I... Ah, uh, uh, yeah, that's right. Freaking, what do we call them? 
video crystal we've said polygrams. Sorry. We've polygrams. Sorry. polygrams the the patent is a historoscope the common name is a venus crystal the thing that it makes is a hologram a hologram um poppy poppy said she saw me on the hologram that i put in the big crystal yeah i think we're in big trouble if uh if journey ever gets found again okay well uh poppy do you want to buy one oh i'm sure venus crystals i'll give you a little pss, pss, and i Spray some of the fucking get it on Poppy. Yeah. This smells really bad. Uh, it says I'm supposed to check to make sure you're not allergic first, but sorry about that. <laughs> she starts swallowing. Poppy, give me a constitution save. Oh, good. <laughs> Introducing the concept of allergy rolls. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. So, uh, 14? Yeah, you're fine. Okay. <clears throat> um, you're dead. Yeah, you approach a fire genasi um, holding this big box, and he looks down and says, uh, You looking to record something? I am, yes. How much are they? Going rate is 50 gold per six seconds. I can go up to one minute. You can record a minimum of a six-second clip. But just one one of those. Well, well, if you get, say, a 12-second crystal, you could do two six-seconds. How much are those? The 12 seconds are 100 gold pieces. It's 50 gold for every six seconds you want. How much money do we have? <clears throat> I got 23 gold. 190, but that's kind of like... You can totally haggle down, though, because you you smell nice. Um, how would you feel about doing a deal? <laughs> <laughs> With that kind of charisma, how could I resist? <laughs> what is your opening argument? What about, like, 80? Oh, just a discount? Yeah. Uh, no. What does this perfume do? It reduces the cost by 20%, so. I would like a 20% discount, please. <laughs> he... <laughs> he kneels down to you, and he squints his eyes with the most incredulous look, and he goes, Listen here, little girl. And I, like, <clears throat> waft my hair at him. <laughs> he kind of, like, wipes an arm across his nose and goes... 80 gold sounds fine. <laughs> yes. Perfect. One 12-second crystal, please. Yeah, I'll probably get fired, but it's not a big deal. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, exchange is made. You have a, uh, a two-clip crystal up to 12 seconds. Oh, that's so fucking funny. Minus 80. Does it also have, like, the phone <clears throat> capabilities? No, just, just the video. I don't understand how this crystal technology works. The five of you are essentially left to your own devices, still uh, in the main plaza here by the main stream, but no longer bothered by Oscar, no longer bothered by wandering merchants. What would you all like to do? That Oscar's going to be fine in jail, right? I mean, is anyone ever really fine in jail? <laughs> well, we escaped. We never... Well, yeah. It seemed like he had a plan. Um, I'm not too worried about Oscar. I... I know we wanted to head back to the scratching post. I think at least a couple of us should try to tail the blight. I know we don't want to brush shoulders with them, but they could be tailing us already. Would it be helpful for me to follow them back to where they're staying? Says a disembodied voice. Says a voice in the dark. <laughs> oh, I keep forgetting uh, here. <laughs> Doran jumps a bit uh, with Journey's voice popping out of nowhere. Um, yeah, uh, Journey, you and me. All right. We'll meet you back up at the scratching post. 
yeah, scratching post, a little skill, this thing's itchy. And uh, Hagon is just scratching his beard and he's like, eh, Yeah, it sucks, really. doesn't it? Oh, yeah. it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, guy instinctually scratches his beard. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, back to the scratching post, everyone. Keep your bells on you. Hi, ho! Oh, right. And he starts marching. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Journey, uh, taps Dorn on the shoulder and then starts walking away. All right. If you can hear me, cough once. I have a bell to both of them. Mm -hmm. And I'm holding them both up. We'll call you. Don't call us. Oh, got it. Goodbye. (laughs) Bye, Bobby. (laughs) All right. Uh, Journey and Doran split off and start tailing the blight throughout Baxi. What's it called when you are um, playing music, like in public? Buskering. Buskering. So I'm going to be uh, very, very casually, uh, intentionally in the background buskering. So just kind of like strumming very quietly, not actually trying to get people's attention, mm-hmm. but just walking through the street, um, looking around, smiling and nodding at people, swinging my legs around, kind of like sort of dancing, looking for the two blight members we saw earlier. Okay. Yeah, people look up and regard you as you pass by, but as soon as they realize you're not like a, a threat in terms of like talent level or like what you're putting out right now, <laughs> okay, um, they kind of disregard you and just let you pass by. I mean, buskers are plentiful here, and people are mostly concerned that you're better than them. Oh, okay. And I mean, like you said, you're not trying to put on your best performance here, so yeah, I'll actually, just you go. yeah, I'll actually mess up notes occasionally on purpose. Oh, so, yeah, on purpose. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I need a uh, investigation check from both Journey and Doran. Not this one doesn't start with a P. Can so. Investigation. Can I? You've got a minus ten to non-peace skills. <laughs> <story. laughs> non-peace. Once before you roll, Tara. One sec. Let me just. See. Yeah. Before we part ways, can I cast enhance ability on Journey mm-hmm. and also provide bardic inspiration to wow. Journey? Okay, so enhance intelligence. Um. Yeah. So I'll give you. Um, Fox is cunning, so you have advantage on intelligence checks, and you have the option to add a D8 with Bard Inspiration. Cool, thank you. Yeah. Cool. So then strumming along, I'll try to do some investigating, too. Natural one. So. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just putting it all under. <laughs> my rolls were bad. Oh, no. 13. I gave you everything. Oh. I gave you <laughs> Uh Okay. Journey and Doran following along, trying to keep pace with the Blight or really find them in the first place so that you can tail them. Doran, you are trying to uh, kind of run through the paces, which is to bolster people around you to the best of your ability. You get into your singing a little bit as you're kind of waddling around with this and you close your eyes for a good long while, but in exchange, you have completely blinded yourself to any chance at you succeeding. Journey, even with all of that, you know, you're spinning around in the city and, you know, just the density of people here, you're not able to see them. You're not able to see anyone. After 10 minutes, it's a lost cause. And the two of you are now standing somewhere in backseat. You've actually lost your place as to where you are. I will uh, move my way over to a wall and just lean against it and kind of look around. Yeah, I walk up to Torn. I lost him. I'm so sorry. We suck at this. I don't know what happened. I I think I was just trying to figure out what they were doing too much instead of just trying to look for where they were. I don't know. It's all right. Let's just take a second. Last ditch here. Let's just try for Ganymede, and then if that doesn't help, we can head back to the scratching post, wherever that is. All right. Yeah, just be real quiet. 
I'm just going to see if I can hear anything. Okay. So I'm going to try to use uh, Ganymede uh, perception for hearing and just see if I can hear anything that sounds like light members talking. Why don't you give me a um, give me a charisma check to beseech Ganymede in the moment here? So beseech Ganymede. Um, just mm. straight charisma. I got a 21. Beautiful. So much Riz. It's got a plus five beseech. Thank you yeah. for recently explaining what Riz means. <laughs> <laughs> What's Riz? Charisma. Charisma. Ah, okay. All the kids on TikTok are saying it. All right. I'm too uh, old. Me too. I am your Gen Z liaison. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Gen Z. Um, Gen Z liaison. <laughs> Doran. Yeah. With that role, listening intently for a specific thing, you hear Ganymede's voice. He says, Hello? Uh, are you there? Ganymede, yeah, it's me, Doran. You're probably the last person to talk to me, you know that. You listen to so many things, you hear so much, but you almost never hear me when I try to talk to you. Sorry, I didn't know you were trying to reach me. Are you um, preoccupied, anxious? A little anxious, we're lost in the city looking for uh, street thugs that might be trying to kill us. Ah. So, well, usual. Let me introduce you to a finer point of my gift. Oh? I used to use this at parties to stay ahead of the beef. I don't do cocaine. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Neither on. do I anymore. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, God. I call this trick rumor sense. Oh. Here's the deal. You have to concentrate really hard. Like, really hard. But think of one word. A name? A place? A thing? When you focus on that word, you hear context. Every mention from every people in a hundred feet around you. I used to stay up late listening to minstrels in the taverns and I could hear every rumor in the tavern. I would just clue into one thing and listen to everything about it. You can do the same if only you focus. That's very cool, Ganymede. Thank you. And try not to focus on the bad. The things that make you anxious. Your mind can get flooded with things you don't want to hear if you open your mind to it. Do you understand what I'm telling you? I think so. Your gift is more dangerous than the others. Okay. I'll try to be careful. So, like, yeah, I, I think I follow. Just don't pick a word that might... Don't focus on the negative. Don't let it overwhelm you. Okay. I'll give it a shot. Um, I want to say parsimon or maybe plan or... Ganymede, are you still there? Yes. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, it's like a name, okay? Even if it's a bad person's name? As long as you know what the word means and what it's about, then yes. Okay. It's about your perception. Perception. Okay, great. Yep, I think that'll work. Journey, do you mind if we take one other round? You might want to check with Ganymede, too. See if you got anything. Uh, all right. I haven't really used anything from he's a good guy Ganymede yet I, I haven't talked to him yet I don't think do you want some space I don't know I mean I'll try okay um I take the stone out of a little pouch mm. at my hip and I hold on to it uh Ganymede hey how's it going for a friend uh hi uh I don't really know how any of this works I haven't really tried to use it yet oh no you uh, haven't been able to feel your friends around you how do I do that 
you'll need to give it some focus and concentration, some awareness, but you should be able to sense every um, person you've met before uh, by their footsteps. Everybody walks a little bit differently, and you should be able to sense any of your friends within 100 feet or so. Is it, is it just my friends, or is it maybe people I met before that I don't like? Anyone that's been within 100 feet of you before. Well, that's good to know. That's what a friend is. I've definitely... <laughs> that's what friends are, right? Anyone that gets near you at all. For journey, that might be true. For Ganymede, it's the same thing. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, Dorn, I, I, I might have an option, too, to check around. Great, yeah. Um, why don't we both try it? Yeah, why don't we like try to find the scratching post, but then try these on our way. See uh, if it works. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'll check in with Poppy. I take out the the shell and I cough into it. <coughs> oh. <coughs> Hello? Hey Poppy. Uh it's Doran. Yeah. We're lost. We're okay though. Oh. Um Uh do you need help? Not yet. Uh we checked in with Ganymede and we're gonna try one other thing and make our way back to the scratching post, so Okay. If you guys are having dinner, um did you order already? Uh yeah, do you want me to get you something? Do they still have French toast? Um I'll ask, but I don't know if they serve breakfast at dinner. Okay, okay, okay. Do you want me to get you some, like, some stew? No, that's fine. Well, yeah, no, we'll, we'll figure out oh, how to get yeah, there. No, yeah, no, he said, um, one bowl of stew, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, extra bread. That would be great. Thank uh, you. Extra bread's fine, I guess. Okay, well, yeah, thanks, Poppy. Yeah, I'll see you in a bit. Okay, goodbye. Bye. Uh, We'll actually cut over real quick to uh, the other group here that was originally heading towards the scratching post. Uh, <laughs> Guy, Aaron, and Poppy are all walking down the cobbles. The hotel building is not far away from you. Um, it's like a seven-story building that runs up along the stone of Baxi, kind of rising against the column. It's kind of built to look like a giant cat scratching post with little uh, smaller like house shaped buildings kind of set into it, mm-hmm. um, like a compact birdhouse almost. As you're all approaching, Aaron, currently disguised as Hagon, you take a small, little tiny misstep. You step on one of the cobbles and it's loose and that causes your ankle to twist a little bit. And it's that little tiny spot of pain again. That little tiny injury from jumping off the cliff and landing on Diver. Your last little reminder of the blight that refuses to let go of you. And that pain always brings your mind back to Diver. You're thinking back to one of the last times that you employed Hagon. And we see a dwarf wearing a dark, heavy cloak. He's thin, small for a dwarf, but still tough looking. Still with the thick arm hair that you'd expect on a dwarf, but his (laughs) eyes are anxious and wide open. We watch him walk into a small village, leaving footprints in the snow. And he passes by humble wooden buildings, looking back over his shoulder every few paces, nervously. He stops at the front steps of an inn and counts just a few gold pieces in their hand. There's a loud clack as a wagon wheel slips over a stone and it startles the dwarf and they drop their gold into the snow. And Aaron, that's all the money you had. And it all just disappeared under the snow. You barely made it out of farewell alive, and you know that Diver will be coming after you. He always does. But this time, you're one step ahead of him. 
You see someone near you dart for the coins that just fell into the snow. They kind of dive for it, and they start reaching through the snow to grab up the coins. Hey, hey, get out of here. That's mine. Oh, uh, you dropped these, friend. And he just kind of holds up the gold coins to you. Um, Hagon snatches them out of his hand. I'm no friend. Now get. Back then, it was pretty easy for you to assume that everyone was out to get you, that everyone wanted to steal from you. Um, shapeshifted as the dwarf, you step inside the inn, and the smell of warmth and humidity and soup and the stink of soggy clothes drying by the fire all kind of invades you at the same time. And you see an attendant standing at the desk. It's a young woman with freckles, and they're smiling straight at you. She says, Hi, it's two gold for the night, ten for the week, dinner two. Plenty of rooms. They all have a fireplace, and Aaron, something is wrong. Your eyes were sharp long before you had Ganymede. You look at the freckles on this woman's face, and they're not freckles. That's blood spatter. You see the woman give her head an almost imperceptible shake side to side, looking straight at you. You see motion from the kitchen doorway that catches your attention. You see Derringer standing on the threshold, his face coated in someone else's blood. You look up and see Mercy and Ribbo coming down the stairs. The door opens behind you and it's Diver. His eyes light up as fairy fire rolls through the inn. Peekaboo, little sprite. The next 24 hours was an agonizing blur. You kept waking up, choking on the bittersweet, syrupy taste of health potions as Mercy kept you alive. And Diver did the opposite. In order to drive out every ounce of hope you ever had for escape. And that vision of that little inn and that snowy village and the last time you ever tried to run away has haunted you ever since. You experience all of that in the space it takes to recover from a twisted ankle. And suddenly you're standing outside of the scratching post with your new friends. Oh, careful. I think you tripped. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, sorry. Be okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, not used to this little, little body, you know, it's weird. I don't know what that's like. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to get back up to the room so I can change. Okay. You all, you all make your way to your room, and you've actually got surprisingly nice accommodations. It's well heated in here, and the room is luxurious, and the beds are massive and circular for some reason. Always circular here. <laughs> as soon as we're back in the room and the door closes behind us, Aaron shifts back into Aaron form. Oh, my God. I hate beards so much. Ugh. <sighs> Feels good to be back. I don't think I'll ever get used to that. Yeah, tell me about it. Sometimes it just is super uncomfortable to be certain people. I'm sure. Well, uh, what's next? Shall we have a meal while we wait for the others? Uh, before we go, do either of you know any healing? I kind of think I hurt my ankle a few days ago and um, just I thought I'd sleep it off, but... Even after some long rests, it hasn't recovered. 
Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, that's what I call it. Nights is just long rest. Long rest. <laughs> uh, I can't say I know any spells for that. I Not my area. But um, I do have a med kit. I could try and splint it. I uh, seem to have retained some first aid skills from my old days. I might be able to help you out, Aaron, if um, you'll allow it. Yeah, it's it just uh, kind of hurts here. I think it might be a sprain. And Aaron gestures to their right ankle. Mm, let's take a look. Maybe I'll do some sort of medicinal check. <laughs> <laughs> medicinal verification. How appropriate. Uh, six. Guy, are you using lay on hands or the med- medicine kit? I'm, right now, I'm just doing a medicine okay. check. Yeah. Uh, you see Guy open the medicine kit and very dutifully, you know, kind of like an actual field doctor, he takes out a spool of bandages and he just wraps around Aaron's ankle and he goes, good as new. (laughs) (laughs) Is that any better? Uh, Sure. And Aaron undoes the bandage and re-bandages it tighter. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That might help. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Yes. Very well. (laughs) Let's get some dinner. Tell me what you guys want and I'll go ask. I don't know. I okay. mean, food. I'll, I'll have what she's having. <laughs> Great. Cool. I'll be back. Yeah, you uh, plot downstairs, and um, you're a little disappointed with the menu here. It's actually fairly limited. Just um, stew. Yeah. Stew and tuna. They were serving French toast this morning tuna. you saw on the menu, but uh, they actually have a special chalkboard that says no breakfast at dinner. <laughs> Fuck this place. <laughs> <laughs> um, you come up to the desk there, and they're like, what can I get you? Um, yeah, I just... Oh, hold on a second. Oh. Hey, Bobby, uh, it's Doran. Yeah, you uh, field a call from Doran really quick and get his dinner order. <laughs> I guess stew all around then. Okay, we'll get that right up. It's going to be about 20 minutes. Perfect. Thank you. Uh-huh. I... I curtsy? <laughs> you smell good? Oh, yeah, you smell great too. Thank you very much. Thank you. Great, see you in 20 minutes. All right. <laughs> That was so relevant and perfect. A, a true and accurate. Yeah. You always got to shoehorn that in. I feel like that is how I order things at restaurants. Yeah. You peek back into the kitchen. There's just a cat with a chef hat on just bapping the stew with its paw. Like, <laughs> it's not stirring it's it. It's not yeah. a T-Rexy. It's a cat. Yeah. It's the only actual cat. Just knocking spices into the stew. Off the shelf. Guys, I don't have high hopes for this meal. Yeah, uh, Poppy, you're you're nervously watching from a, from a table into the kitchen, kind of seeing all the missteps that they're making, knowing how subpar the soup is going to be. Oh, that much sage? <laughs> okay. At least it's included with our stay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Poppy, the door opens uh, to this room, uh, to the main floor of the hotel here, and in walks Harley Brumblemum. She actually might not recognize you due to your costume, but... You see her walk up to the front desk, and she starts kind of grilling the employee there. And she says, hi, I'm Harley Brumblum. You might know me from some of my work around Baxi. I was wondering if you could just let me know, do you have anyone on your ledgers by the name of Doran? Um, I, I met a man earlier, and I'm just trying to track him down. We didn't do a good job of saying where and when, so I'm just trying to see. Uh, the... Uh, person at the front desk is obviously a little standoffish and says, oh, we're not at liberty to really give that information out, and you understand. Excuse me, and I tap her on the shoulder. 
She looks down and goes, oh, two halflings in one day. Oh, actually, could you just come to the corner with me? Nah, this isn't weird. (laughs) Oh, great, yeah. And she goes with you. This isn't weird. (laughs) Keep it on the down low, but I'm actually Poppy. Oh. From earlier. She gives you a big wink. Yeah, um, we're kind of on the lamb. <laughs> From what? I don't know. A lot of people are after us for some reason. Uh, we what did you do? To, well, we make waves wherever we go. So probably a lot of things. Okay. I can, I well. There's a lot of customs we're not aware of here. Well, if you need political asylum, I might be able to help you. Um, do you offer that? Well, I can get you in touch with the right people. Um, um, Captain Field might be able to help with this. Um, oh, um, is he like a big, like, lion? Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, we may have a problem with that. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, we can seek other avenues. Anyway, I just wanted to reconvene with you and your group. It seems like you had a lot of interesting happenings. Um, a lot of things to say and a big story behind you. Um... I just wanted to get the whole truth, and I, I was hoping we could set aside some time for that. Uh, definitely. Um, I heard you were asking for Doran. He is not currently here. That's fine. I, I assume you know just as much. Um, oh, uh, yeah, I can, I can help. Okay. Um, I'm not really good at interviews. Sure. Oh, is that your soup? Oh, um, yeah. You oh. see five bowls laid out on the countertop. Uh, do you, sorry, do you have a tray? Um, not really. Oh, no, that's that's okay. Um, and I pop pinch out, and I also cast sous chef. We've got one here, actually. Uh, you see them grab a tray from under the uh, under the bar, and they start dumping the soup onto one of the trays. <laughs> oh, no, no, yeah. oh, uh, oh, sorry, I meant for <laughs> I misunderstood. That's okay. Um, I'll have, you can handle it. I'll just pour it back into the bowl. <laughs> And then I, like, place two bowls on the tray and then hand off the other bowls mm. to the unseen servant and pinch. Okay. Um, okay. Harley, if you'd like to follow me upstairs, we can talk while I eat. Does uh, that work? Yeah, love that direction. Okay, let's do okay. that. <laughs> follow me. Yeah. Um, Soup's here. Also, I, uh, Harley's here. Hi, uh, Harley oh. Brumlumlum. Um, I work, well, I'm an independent reporter now, but uh, I, did I meet all of you before? I don't remember. We have met a lot of people in the <laughs> past day or so, but... Um, this is Guy. Yeah. This is Aaron. A pleasure to meet both of you. Um, I was wondering if any of you knew anything about the Island of Lore. That's a tough one. Lore. Guy, we were just there. The island that fell out of the sky. So you were there. You saw it happen. Yes, I was trying to prevent this very outcome. (laughs) (laughs) I did not pick up what you were putting down. I'm so sorry. There were so few there, and I haven't been able to track down much of the turtle. They they hid themselves away pretty quickly. Can you tell me what happened? Before I speak to you, do I need a lawyer? (laughs) What? (laughs) A lawyer? Yeah, to, um... Like Femurin Associates or something? Like, what do you need? I'm just making sure I'm not under arrest. Uh, 
<laughs> You're not under arrest. I'm, I'm not the governing body who would do that. Well, I don't know how things work here. Okay, well, I'm a reporter. I just I tell stories. Yeah. I think we might have some interesting information to share with this Skyland because lore fell from the sky. Um, and we think we might have some ideas why, but we don't know for sure. Um, and we came here to actually warn people that the same thing might be happening I knew it. to the other Skylands. I but knew it. Nobody will listen to us. We also wish not to incriminate ourselves. Not that we did anything wrong, but people have been all up on us since we got here. And yeah, so can <laughs> we, we were in the wrong place anonymous. at the wrong time. Yeah. I understand. That's exactly why I wanted to get involved. The real truth needs to get out there. Um, you're not going to, like... Slander us, right? No, no. Listen, not all journalists are bad people. <laughs> Insight check. <laughs> yeah. Even in the intro, Tim said that she's on the up and up. Yeah. Well, that's Tim saying that. Yeah. I got a nine. She's evil. Okay. Yep. <laughs> but nope. tr- truly, our goal is just to prevent this from happening on other islands, such as the one we currently are on. She kind of solemnly nods and looks at the floor and she goes, I, I knew I was on the right side of this. Yes, let's prevent this from happening to Baxi or anything else. Tell me yeah. everything. Okay, so um, we went to the island. Mm-hmm. We were trapped in a cave. Okay. And then there was this big old man who like- Scary man. Scary, scary man. And he sucked all of the, the bismite out of the, the cave. Okay. And, and then everything started rumbling. And, and that's then, how the island fell. Then, then we uh, we fought these guys and then um, Baxi left and now uh, we are back on the streets of Baxi with the setting sun. It is coming into the evening now. Um, the two of you are uh, kind of walking back towards the scratching post, but at the same time trying to tune into Ganymede, and get a read on things. Let's have you make those attempts here. Okay. Does the Ganymede require concentration to it use? It does. Okay. Yep. So I have to drop enhance ability, but I will give Bardic Inspiration back again. Okay. There we go. Thanks. Yeah. I'm going to be looking for the mention of Ribbo. Okay. Should I go first? Yeah, please. Okay. All right. Do I get advantage on this? Mm, yes. It's a, a check involving hearing, so yes. Okay. Yeah, 17. Okay. A 17 is plenty to clue into the words around you, and you hear a lot of murmuring and a lot of whispering, and for just an instant, you hear that clacking again, and it sends you into a sweaty panic, but you focus on the mission, and you're able to move past it, and you hear... Next time you see him, just start stabbing. I... Diver didn't seem to trust him one little bit. Neither Aaron nor that... uh... Uh, Dorm- Dorman guy or whatever his name was, we we gotta kill both of them. I mean, if Aaron's not part of the plan anymore, she's dead to us, right? Okay. With hearing that, I'm I'm just gonna try to stay calm, continue playing my loot, and just kind of like shift over towards the direction where I heard the sound. And if I can uh, lock eyes with Journey, I'll kind of gesture like with my head. I was just chilling, invisible. All right, well, yeah, I, I make a, just a general gesture, like, okay. kind of gesturing inwards like I might have something. Okay. okay. After getting an idea of how to handle this, 
Journey is going to reach out, I guess, mentally, magically, mm-hmm. and try to get a feel for where the Dragonborn is because she's been within 100 feet of that Dragonborn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I take advantage because it's the yep. perception. Okay. Involving touch. Okay. 22. Okay. So here's the thing. Two of you are walking down the street back towards your hotel, and Doran, you've been tuned into Ribbo the entire time trying to get that read, and it finally at some point shows up for you. Journey, the same exact time you're able to sense the position of Ribbo. You both look around for where that might just be coming from, and you look up and see a tavern, a bar. It's called The Dive. Cool, cool. Subtle. <laughs> Appropriate. Yeah. And I would hope, satisfied with that information, are you going to try to bust into the bar now or continue back to the hotel? No. I'm going to try and uh, get a feel for my friends instead and shift focus away from this now that we know where they are. Sure. I, Doran's going to look to see if there's like a window or anything like that. Uh, there are, but they are intentionally blackened out so as not to be seen in or out of. You wonder why there's windows at all. Hey, hey, friend, we we gotta get going. Let's let's get out of here. We know where they're at. We know where they are, and we can regroup with our friends. Why? Because we're not in any shape to they, handle them. They are gonna know where the others are. Doran. And they're after Aaron and me. Right now, they don't know where we are. If we go in there, they're gonna know. We can regroup quick, but I want to go back there tonight. We gotta, we gotta be smart about this, Doran. We gotta rest before we're able to do anything about this. If we try to do something right now, we're gonna be doing more harm than good. Let's see what the rest of the group says, I guess. Doran, I promise you we're gonna deal with this. Tonight. And then I start strumming and start walking towards where I think the scratching post is. Okay. Before long, you find it. You walk inside, you smell soup. You see busy employees. You walk up to your room. Who's sage? Open the door. And, 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 <laughs> Too much sage. And then we caught everyone, and then um, and then the island fell out of the sky. <laughs> is the first thing you hear. <laughs> as Har- Harley's back is to you um, as you walk into this room, and Poppy is excitedly <laughs> spilling every last bean about lore. <laughs> oh, and I, I, like, punched a guy with fire. Uh, you can see Harley is switching feverishly between taking notes in a very large Librum and occasionally uh, holding up a uh, Venus crystal to take little clips of Poppy speaking. Whoa, crystal is a little much. Um, oh, and I kind of hey. s- stand and like, uh, just move in between Poppy and... Dorman, it's good to see you again. <laughs> jeez, jeez. It's Doran. I mean, you know what, Doran? I'm sorry. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Harley. It's been a long day. Now- I, I drop invisibility. Oh, oh hello. <laughs> Uh, Hi. Okay, so all of you again. Great. Um, Doran, your soup is right here, and I did get extra bread. But um, they said absolutely no breakfast for dinner. I'm so sorry. I don't understand. It's the best food. (laughs) Okay. Thanks, though, Poppy. (laughs) So is is this all true? Everything she said? You were on an island? You all punched some people, and the island fell? I mean, that's not how it— I was paraphrasing. Okay. We didn't make it fall. We just witnessed it. I understand. It was this— this blue-eyed old man? He uh, he was, if it's all right if I speak about it. Yeah, you saw him more than I did. 
We thought maybe um, Harley could help us get the word out to save this Skyland and others. Right. That's that's why I wanted to be here is to try and stop it from happening here. He's not an old man. He's something much larger and more powerful. He looked old. Hmm. He looked like an old man, but he was hiding. He, I, I interacted with him once. Do you think he's a shapeshifter? I don't. Shapeshifter is such a such an umbrella term for so many different types of people and creatures. I've, I've seen the posters though. They're warning about a, a deadly shapeshifter. Uh, what posters? Here, here on Baxi, what just is, in the last day. What do they say? Just that there's a a, a shapeshifter and, and to to be on the lookout and and do you they know. say what they look like usually? She kind of drops her expression. She goes, "They're a shapeshifter." Who placed these memorandums? Uh, the brass, I, I suppose. But did they give any indication of what, what form they may be taking? Um, no, that's kind of the hard part. They're just having people be on the lookout for somebody changing their shape actively. Ooh, I right. don't think that this is the same thing. That's... I'd be suspicious of any shapeshifters for the time being anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah, we'll keep so a, suspicious. We'll keep both eyes out for that. Journey. Right. Anyway, this old man, he was something real old and real powerful. Like a, he gave off a fiendish celestial type of mm, energy. And uh, he was able to pull the power and energy out of the bismite in the island that was keeping it afloat. Wow. You see you're writing feverishly. He, like, drained the whole island. He drained the entire thing faster than it's possible to. Okay. She slams her Libram closed. She says, listen, this is already bigger than I thought. We're going to have to escalate this. And I have a couple requests on how we handle this. And there's more than what we've even shared now. This, this touches the great beasts as well. Oh, my God. I don't want you bringing this just to the general public. I think we need an audience with some higher-ups that we can trust. I agree, but it's it's not easy in Baxi. A good step would be Garth, uh, the captain. I don't know if you've met him, but that would be a good first step. He knows Sorry, a lot we, of people, but... Are we talking about the Captain Field? Oh, yeah, uh, Garth Field. Yeah, he's he's a big deal around here. He knows a lot of people. Stop the podcast. <laughs> I just can I just say that it was my idea and I called that Thomas would immediately react. <laughs> Stop the podcast. Anyway, keep, keep rolling. Ca- uh, Captain Garthfield is a great race resource, but he's not everything. Uh, honestly, if if you really want to get through to the people here, you either need the best of Baxi on your side, or you've got to be one of the best in Baxi. Well, we already know Phenom Green. Yeah. Was, you know Phenom Green? Yeah, we're right. close personal friends with Quite Mr. Well. Green. Holy shitty fuck. Can you get me a audi- <laughs> an autograph or something? You could I, probably meet him if you hang around with us. I feel like there are bigger concerns. I'm sorry, you're right. Like <laughs> the Skyland falling out. Yeah, okay. People dying. You're right. That does take a precedent, I guess. Okay. But he would be a good resource? Yes. Uh, Garth would be a good resource. Phenom would be a great resource. I Any think of the top I shoved, ten. I think I shoved... Mr. Field, Captain Field. Okay, well, let's call that a closed door then. Um, uh, what about if I have a a work relationship with Ballerin Breeze? Ooh, I mean, Ballerin's number one, but 
he's been known to defend be a, be his position. Jerk. Yeah. Yeah. What if I were to defeat Mr. Breeze in the field of horsery? <laughs> horsery? <laughs> horsery. Oh, this is not our avenue. This is not our avenue to actual success, but it is the best avenue to hilarity. <laughs> As far as picking out who's gonna go for best of taxi, yes. <laughs> we were um, we've been like throwing around ideas of how to get into the top ten. Um, wow. Guy thinks he can beat Mister B, and I might be able to be best baker in backsee. Good, yeah, I think baker's a good thing to go for. Best racer in backsee. I hope you got one hell of a mount. Oh, we don't. He doesn't have a mount. Okay. Well, well, I did, but. Uh, Currently, he is in the possession of Mr. B. Uh, people have attempted to run in the ring light before, just on foot, and <laughs> they are summarily laughed out of the stadium. I advise you don't. Well, I don't think I could outrun a horse. What I've if... never tried. Not completely crazy, then. Great. <laughs> we have um, we have a Bismite engine wagon. <laughs> It's a great start. Why didn't you say that in the first place? Because it only goes about 10 miles per hour. Okay, let's call that a closed door. <laughs> Why can't we just ask these people to help us? Why we don't need to beat them, do we? I mean, I know you're not like part of high society, really. No offense. Um, but that's kind of just how the hierarchy works. It's vicious. She's not wrong. The best in backseat, they, they try to make sure other people don't become the best in backseat. They like where they are. I met some pretty cutthroat business people in my day. Well, we can just blackmail them or threaten them. She points her pen at you and goes, that's an open door. That's, I feel morally uh, opposed to that a little bit. Here's your targets that you can go after, okay? There's 10 of them, so hold on to your hats. You all know about Balor and Breeze. It's the best racer in backseat. There's Lady Luck. Her name is Mabel. She's our best gamer gambler. We've got Patterson Panderson. He's the best chef in boxing. <laughs> you all know Phenom Green, best performer. You know Oliver Grun. You know Lyra Listing. No. You all. You probably heard of Theo Hoff. <laughs> There's a relatively newcomer. Uh, her name is Brunhilde Flan. She's the best wizard Baxi knows. She's good with fire. I know that much. There's also Cindy Buns. She's an apprentice of Patterson Panderson. She's the best baker in Baxi. And there's a man named Tomothy Matterfax. Who... We met him. He oh, was very God. rude. Yeah, so you know that. Okay. What is, what's he, what? Um... He's a hologram actor. That's all he does ever. We don't like him. No one does. Mm. It would Good. be great to defeat him. Yeah. Yes. Just like for personal reasons. I'd say we could end our entire journey there, personally. <laughs> <laughs> the end of campaign. We, the, we just beat the shit out of Tommy Matterfax and Tom call it good. Um, as they're talking about the best 10, mm -hmm. um, Journey is going to nod at Aaron and kind of gesture to a corner and start walking away a little bit. What's up? Um, Brunilda Flan, is that, is that Mercy? Oh, didn't we t hurt Mercy back in Farewell? Right. Why would she be here? I mean, I mean, I guess maybe she came with Ribbo and the other one? I guess. I 
I mean, mercy was always in farewell when I was in the blight. I didn't know she traveled outside very often, so I'm surprised that she rose to number one so quick. Right, we better keep an eye out. But that kind of says something about how much control the blight has in this area, I think. All right. Well, yeah, we can wait until... What are you guys talking about over there? Personal business? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just... Writing down what I can. Was Phenom in the top ten or no? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we've kind of got an in with some of them. That's great. If you can catch up with Phenom, I'm sure he's in town today or tomorrow. He's got a performance coming up. I mean, we're we're obviously close personal friends with him, but I don't. We don't know where he'll be. I would hang around the ring light if you're looking to find him. Okay. Um, how how likely is it? Do you think I could win, Best Baker? Like, how good is Cindy Buns? Um. Well, one time I had a croissant from her wagon, and I cried for eight minutes. <laughs> Uh, was did she put a spell on that? No, it was just a really good croissant. Mm. <laughs> I get it. I believe you can do it, Poppy. Well, thank you, guy. I'm just gonna need to up my game a little. Well, I feel like if we can just get a hold of Phenom, that might solve most of our problems. Okay, this has been immensely helpful. Um, I need to go organize my thoughts. I understand you don't want this released to the public just yet. I right. can respect that. We also don't want, I don't think we want our names named because there might be people here that are keeping an eye out for us and not in a good way. Yeah. Are you sure this is big stuff? You don't want to be at the heart of it? Yes, I've no. expressed this already. We do not wish to be known that we are here. I ne we never really wanted to be heroes. We're here by accident. Yeah, most of us are criminals, actually, so no one, we're not super credible. <laughs> most <towards> yourself. <laughs> I'm an upstanding citizen. Okay. I just don't think your article will get much street cred if it's listing our names. I mean, no one even really knows who we are. That's fair, yeah. Not yet. Before you go, Harley, you gather a lot of information, right? Yes. We've had some run-ins with the Blight and couldn't help but notice a bit of their presence here. Yeah. Could you give us any tips about what their aims might be. I'm sure they've shown up in the news. Yeah. She opens her Librum. She flips back a few pages. She flips back a whole section and then draws her finger down the page and taps on something. She goes, yeah, there's been a growing blight presence here for a few months now. We got a lot of visits from a few people. There is a, a fae type, a fairy-like person. I actually didn't get a clear pronunciation of their name, but it was Parsman or something like that. Parsimon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. She uh, makes a correction to her notes and writes Parsimon clearly. She says, we've also had a lot of mentions of a, uh, a remote bar owner here. Um, there's a bar called The Dive. It's actually owned by a man who goes by the name Diver, but he lives far away from here. He just owns it with one of his partners. Um, that's where they hang out, a lot of them, the Blight. They congregate there. They're safe there, and they know it. Not even the brass will go there. They're and, terrified. Uh, the this diver, what's his partner's name? Huh. I did check the ledgers for this, but I had never found this person. Lyrian Hale. Lyrian Hale. Harley, I don't know that 
I don't know how invested in the flat investigation you are, but um, Diver isn't going to be much of a problem around here anymore. What? What do you mean? I want to know what have their aims been? What have their actions been? Is there anything that you've tried to get to print that's been shut down? No, I've, I've put out a lot of stories about vandalism, some crime and robbery. Um, I, they're a criminal organization. That's what they do. They're more than that. Okay. We, we can share more. Um, they were very much related to everything that went down in lore. They got some big bismite uh, dealings. Those people who you punched, was that Diver? I didn't punch Diver, but I did punch someone with wings. Did you see this Parsimon and Diver and Lyrian Hale there? They came for us, not Lyrian. We don't know Lyrian Hale. Smilegrin? I don't know Smilegrin. She's kind of adding stuff to her notes. Diver's dead. Oh. Smilegrin might be dead. Good, good. We have no confirmation of any of that. Okay. Um, all right. At this point, there are some protocols I need to follow um, for the safety of the people of Baxi. I won't give any specifics. I won't give your name. I'm just going to let the I'm going to let Captain Field know that they need to be on the lookout. Extra care on the blight. They need to watch the dive. Okay. I thought you said they leave the dive alone. The brass do. Yeah, they won't go in there, but they'll keep an eye on it. Okay. Also, maybe keep an eye out for someone with very blue eyes. That's well, going to be a problem. We saw a bunch of people with blue eyes, and it was just because of that dang drink. Yeah, right. people are obsessed with glamour food here. Almost every special treat and every piece of food here always comes with some magical effect. They love it here. I just... It's so weird because I, like, invented that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, their stuff is all aesthetic, right? Like, they just like to look different. I mean, everything looks home-baked. I'm not really good at the aesthetic part. Sorry. Unrelated and not relevant. Sure, sure, yes. Um, all of you need to stay safe, okay? It's it's going to be a rough couple of days. Could you possibly do us another favor? I know that you're already kind of putting yourself out on a limb here with us and not really knowing who we are that well. Um this Captain Field sounds like he might actually be a really good person for us to know. We definitely had an encounter with him that didn't go great. Hmm. Would you be willing to put in a good word and maybe express that we're sorry and we didn't mean to scare him? <laughs> um, I'll try to work with that. Sure. You see your Maybe don't say note. scare. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I feel, I feel bad. We were just trying to get something done. I'll do what I can, but... I hope you all understand my sense of urgency around this, but I have to be going. Thank you for trusting me. You know where to find us. Be careful and don't carry any mining equipment with you. Of course not. And if you betray us, well, you better watch out. Yeah, Erin, like, smashed a guy's face in. She kind of points her pen at you and she goes, very good, very scary. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Erin just frowns at her. So scary. Thanks, Harley. Yeah, my last warning here. Don't get on Balorin's bad side. And I think we'll end it right there. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I'm Tim, your GM. I'm Hannah playing Aaron. I'm Tara, and I play Journey. Hey, I'm Thomas. I'm Guy. This is John. I play Doran. I'm Maggie, and I play Poppy Kenmore. Please share the show with people you love, and we'll see you next time. Bye.